Yo, what's up, everybody? That's Vital Podcast, episode three. I was shocked. I looked on um, I looked on my stats for my activity on Spotify, and I saw like <laughs> I saw so many downloads, and I was like, "Wow, yo, yo, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. Yo, the fact that people are actually listening—that means a lot. I don't take it for granted. I appreciate the ratings." I appreciate the shares. I appreciate most of all the feedback. 10,000 hours invested in your craft is mastery. I'm trying to hit my 10,000 hours. <laughs> my kids, they mentioned they wanted to do YouTube. And I said, hey, are you willing to invest 10,000 hours? They was like, what? I said, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. You got to fall in love with the process. When I first started trying to learn this program for, for audio editing, I knew nothing. And I still don't know much. But when my boy came over last week and he this dude is is sick with it. This dude is a master at audio editing. Yo, he was doing some stuff and I was like, oh snap. Yo, he showed me some tricks. It's hard to explain because like I literally have to show you the screen. Listen, I apologize for last week. I didn't introduce my boy David Crisis. This dude is legit like my brother, yo. Like, blood couldn't make us any closer. So, shout out to my boy David, Kid Crisis. I do apologize because last week I didn't introduce him. Last week, last week wasn't planned. Last week was organic. We were sitting in the room together. We just hit the record button. He was trying to help me build my confidence. Not even so much build my confidence, but like come out of a state of being jaded because I was getting jaded. I'd get up to the mic and just lose my entire train of thought. This journey is going to take some time and I'm teaching my kids as I'm learning to fall in love with this process. And they see me going through this process. I tell them, look, you know, it's, it's not going to be perfect in the beginning. It's going to be a continual journey. It's going to be a continual path of getting better. You're going to get feedback. You're going to implement that feedback. You're going to get better. Just like success. It's a continued path. It's not an end destination. The word says, commit your way to the Lord and he'll bring it to pass. The word is literally telling you in Psalms that if you follow his way, you'll be living on the other side of fulfillment. So essentially fulfillment will have become a thing of the past because you'll constantly be on this journey of seeking the next fulfillment. Fulfillment. The word is past, P-A-S-S, instead of past, P-A-S-T. So it lends to the idea that it's a continuous journey. Success is a continuous journey. Each level, you pass through. You reach that target, and then you pass on through. You don't just, my goal is to have a car by the end of the year. I'm walking right now. I'm Ubering. I'm going to have a car by the end of the year. Okay, boom. You get that car by the end of the year. You're fulfilled in that moment because, yo, car i'm not walking anymore it's a good feeling but that's not the be all end all of success that's not the last thing you want in this life is that car now you set your sights on something new earl nightingale described it he alluded to the idea that success is like a ship traveling to a port of call so what he said was that ships can only travel to one port of call at a time so you got to hit that first port of call then you hit the next port of call and then from there the next one and so on and so forth and by focusing on one area at a time, that's how you become great at anything. You, The first step is you got to develop an appetite. People that are hungry are willing to do what others won't in order to have what others don't. For many entrepreneurs, the journey begins with hunger. Anybody who wants anything in life, their journey begins with hunger. When I was first starting, I literally did everything I could think of. What I found was that Business is so simple. There's so many things people aren't willing to do. Easy things too. put furniture together, 
clean their house, cut their weeds, any household chores. Just look at some of the things you don't like doing in the house, washing dishes. There's so many things that people don't like to and aren't willing to do and would rather hire someone to do. So all you have to have is a willingness. Then the first time you get paid, you'll say, hmm, I like this. This feels kind of nice. And you'll continue to do it. And you'll find methods of doing it faster. You'll, you'll become better at it. And the way you become better at anything is details. Every detail matters. By simply putting some detail on whatever it is you're doing, you're going to become better at it. So through repetition, whatever port of call you're trying to reach first, after you get there, now you say to yourself, you know what? I'm ready to try something new. And then you'll try something new. And then the process will repeat itself. What you will have begun to do is you will have begun to add value to yourself. Instead of being somebody who doesn't know how to do anything, now you have developed four different things that you're, you're skilled at or five different things that you're skilled at that others either can't do or aren't willing to do or aren't willing to learn how to do. The more you add to your list of abilities, the more value you add to yourself. Now, when people are searching for someone who's skilled in any particular area, you're the first person that pops up in their mind because you've got multiple areas. So it's easier for somebody to pick up the phone and say, yo, oh, call this dude. Yo, he knows how to do this. He knows how to do that. He knows how to do that. He knows how to do that. And because they know that you know how to do multiple things and know how to do multiple things well, they'll be more likely to call you first to ask you, hey, by the way, do you know how to do this? Before they call someone else, before they go to Google and have to search for somebody. Think about it. How many people really want to do that? It's like if you got the option of somebody who you've been rocking with, you've been working with, you know their character, you're beginning to know their character, you know, you trust their integrity. They've got a whole arsenal of skills and skills are valuable because they don't just come easily. To acquire skills, you got to be, and I'm going to shift gears with this one, a patient individual. You've got to develop a measurable amount of patience. Patience is always going to be the beneficiary of something lasting. When you apply patience, you take your time. And when you take your time, you begin to add details. From details, when you become a person that every detail matters to you, your mind gets sharper. You become more aware and you, you, you gain like a sense of power. The average person ain't catching all the details. By being quick to quit, quick to get angry, or quick to assume, you inflict self-hurt. That self-hurt comes from not having patience and not taking time to apply reasonable thought. This is only part of it. When I say reasonable thought, reasonable meaning you add reasons to your thought for why you deserve to have that thing or why it's possible for you to have that thing. And I want to segue here for a second into you being patient with your thoughts. Understand this. Sometimes you need to take a second to examine your thoughts and you need to examine whether or not expressing that thought now would benefit you more, more than if you were to just hold that thing in. What happens when you hold thoughts in is they become more powerful. They incubate. Sometimes it might seem like a big thought at first, but when you incubate that thing, that thing becomes an even bigger thought. Patience is critical for character development. Patience is the key to making good decisions. Me personally, I'm guilty of poor decision making as a result of impatience. With me, I have an Achilles heel for being impulsive. Thank God my wife is the exact opposite. Patience is power. Like I said before, through patience, compassion is formed. When you stop to realize that people are 
the way that they are as a result of their conditioning, as a result of what they've been taught. Like I said, I mentioned, I briefly mentioned this last week with kids. To them, life is new. So they're just like a brand new computer. The computer only has programmed in it what you put on it. It's similar to a child. A child only knows what has been imparted within them. Somebody young is probably like, yeah, yeah, yo, that's fact. Yeah, my parents be getting on me. Da, 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 da. But on the other side of that, to a parent, parenting is new. So unbeknownst to a child, yeah, their parents are watching them and teaching them how to grow up. But at the same time, their parents are growing up. At least that's the case for me. It takes time. All right, it's going to take time for you. And this is going back to the whole impatient and quitting. It's going to take time for your dreams to become a reality. And that's a good thing. Easy come, easy go. It's going to come. Matter of fact, while I'm on this subject. So last week I was in the presence of a conversation where someone said, basically they were talking about their dreams and the things that they, they desired in life and they ended with, you know, I desire to be financially free, but I accept the fact that that may not be God's will for my life. And you know what? At first, I kind of scoffed, but then I'm like, yo, this is this is as a result of conditioning. Like people have been conditioned to believe that God doesn't desire great things for everyone. I believe God is not going to put you in the presence of greatness and begin a flame in you towards greatness that says, man, I wish that that could be me. Like I desire those things. I desire to have the big house. I desire to have the the, the fly whip. I desire to have the nice body. He's not going to put you in the Think presence of these things, knowing that these things are going to entice you, knowing that these things are going to make you want them, knowing that you're going to be like, man, I wish I could have this to then say, yeah, that's the life I have for those people. But I don't have that life in mind for you. I got three kids. I'm willing to give all three of them the exact same thing. The problem is I can see that not all three of them are willing to put in the same level of work. You reap what you sow. You know what I mean? The the amount of work that you're willing to put out is the amount of reward that you're going to receive. It can't be any other way. Something to think about. You already are a patient individual. You may not be aware necessarily of where the majority of your patience is being applied and where your impatience is taking over. Lack of patience is the worst enemy of ambition. And that goes back to the whole quitting mindset. That's a lack of patience. That is the worst enemy of ambition. I just want to say this real quick. This is the reason why I decided to become an entrepreneur myself. I personally don't believe that a person who lacks patience, a person who's not detail oriented. I mean, there's many factors, but just those two, uh, those are two of the things that I talked about in this episode. Somebody who doesn't have those qualities is not qualified for leadership, in my opinion, because greatness is fostered in detail. If you're a leader, a qualified leader should be a great individual. The leader is the one who sets the standard, who sets the tone, who sets the the bar or the 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 rubric to follow. So if you're not detail oriented and you're not seeking to be great, what are you doing being a leader? That was what led me to be an entrepreneur was because I was always I always felt like man, this is going to sound so bad. But I used to say this. I used to say, yo, I can't stand working for people who are dumber than me. At the time, I didn't know any better way to articulate it. It was just this feeling I always had. I'm just like, yo, now I understand. OK, that person is not qualified to be a leader. Back then, that was the only way I could articulate it. I was just, yo, I can't. I hate working for people that's dumber than me. Like I was saying, you're already a patient individual, all right? You you may just not be aware of areas where your patience is being applied more than others. It may not be so much a matter of developing patience in the beginning as it is just applying more levels of patience to the right areas 
maybe reducing some patience in some other areas. I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes without being aware of it, you give your patience over to people that don't deserve it. And you've allowed yourself to be short with people who matter, people who love you, people who care about you, and the people that you need to be patient with. To make this practical, video games. Back in middle school, my, I used to love Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So you have a character, and the character will have stat points. Starting the game, your character, all their stat points might be low, but they'll give you some stat points. Like, let's say for each stat slot, there's 10, excuse me, for each category, there's 10 stat slots available. So... The first category might be, or not even category, I don't know, I don't know how to, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, I'm at a loss for words right now, freaking rock with category, that's all I got for right now, so balance will be the first one, and you'll have 10 stat slots for balance, um, jump might be one, and you'll have 10 stat slots for jump, uh, speed, and you'll have 10 stat slots for that, rail balance, lip balance, and the list goes on. Ultimately, your goal is to complete the game entirely. As the game goes on, the challenges get harder. So you need those stat points to strengthen your character's weak points so that you can overcome the challenges. And sometimes you'll have some spare stat points because you'll notice areas that aren't of high importance. If you got a character that's slow, but his balance is great, you might be able to afford taking some stats from balance and adding them to, to the speed to, to increase his speed. So now you can jump the ramp or now you can, whatever it is, you get the point. I'm dragging this thing out. <laughs> so just like with a character in a video game where the stat points can be increased and you can borrow from areas where you can afford to reduce some stats, you got to look at areas in your life where you can do the same, where it's like, okay, yeah, yo, I've been short with my spouse. So I've been short with my kids, you know? And if I, if I truly be honest, with myself i've been uh lackadaisical towards myself in the gym for those who like to be hard on everyone else but then lenient towards themselves briefly i'm gonna talk about gym etiquette because it's extremely annoying when i don't know you got shannon over here who is sitting on the hip abductor machine and right next to the hip abductor machine is typically the hip adductor machine. She's sitting on the hip abductor machine, but her backpack's on the hip adductor machine trying to reserve both machines so that she can go back and forth and make things convenient for her. That's freaking annoying. Yasmin is over here on the ab machine taking selfies and, and that's fine. You know, you, you want to be on the ad machine taking selfies, but don't take the good ad machine. It gets on my nerves, yo, when people sit there and babysit a machine for like 10 minutes on phone calls. I got a friend who, um, <laughs> I got to watch out going to the gym with this dude because he, this dude is extremely bold. Like this cat, he, he the type of dude that he'll, he'll just in a rude, it's not that he's intending to be rude, but to some, it'll come off as rude. So my boy, he'll see somebody's stuff. And just grab, man, get this, just toss they joint. So one day we was in the gym and he did that. Dude walks up, dude was like, yo, you move my stuff? And my boy was like, yeah. <laughs> he just looked at the dude and I'm like, we are not about to do this. My boy had to tell him, man. He's like, listen, man. He, and he broke it down. He was, he was polite about it. He said, listen, man, you don't come in the gym and just look at the gym. Look around the gym. Look how packed the gym is. You don't just come in here, leave your stuff on the on the bench and on reserve it. It's five o'clock. You don't res you, at five o'clock. You don't reserve anything in the gym. <laughs> oh man. Anyhow, yo, patience, yo. My pops was a patient dude. Yeah, I remember one time we was in a restaurant. Um, back in the day, they had the the Ryan's buffet. Matter of fact, it might have it might have been uh when they became Whistle Junction. It don't make a difference. It was the buffet. We was in the buffet. We was having dinner. 
And the waitress, she comes over. She's um, coming over to refill our drinks. So she's like, oh, hey, what, what, what's everybody having? She comes to my father last, and she's like, what are you drinking, sir? He's like, root beer. She's like, what? He's like, root beer. She's like, huh? At this point, like, I can see my pops getting irritated. So he turns and looks at her and enunciates, root beer. This woman said, iced tea? Get short moment. Pops is like, yo, forget it. Forget it. Just forget it, y'all. <laughs> All right, so let me wrap this up. Whatever you start, commit to seeing that thing through. After you land your first gig, those listening who have been inspired now to maybe go into business for yourself or do your own thing, be intentional about continuing to improve upon that thing. And I'm going off, you know, everything that I talked about in this episode. So that's my first closing note. Repetition solidifies the impression. Patience. Oh, another thing patience can produce real quick is integrity. If you're still listening, you're already a person of integrity. People of integrity want to get better. People of integrity are open to thoughts. They're open to ideas, things that they can possibly integrate within them to make them integral. You know, you got to integrate some stuff to become integral. You feel me? Um, all right. Life always works in sort of a spherical nature. So what I mean by that is how anything operates is typically how everything tends to operate. Um, I, I alluded to this earlier with success and fulfillment, how they both operate synonymously. Every time you reach a new level of success, you know, that's not the be all end all. Now you now you start going towards the next level. Um, integrity. So I'm speaking about that now. That works the same way. Every time you reach a new level in your integrity, you tune more into the idea of, OK, where now can I implement more integrity? You know, back to the patience, this podcast thing, for example, like I said, I'm wrapping up. They required a lot of planning and, and they're still planning. People ask me, who's your target audience? And some somebody said, uh, you should do TikTok. You should do shorts. You know, that's how you that's how you uh, that's how you really make money quick. Um, but the thing is, like, I'm not trying to just provide bite sized content. Like, I'm not trying to just give someone a mental snack. Like I'm trying to give you a full mental meal. All right. So my audience is those people who are hungry, those people who are ready to receive this mental meal that I got prepared. All right. Cause a mental meal takes time, a mental snack. Yeah. You can get it in some shorts, but the thing is snacks are not typically tangible nutrition. And I don't know. Some people prefer snacks. I mean, kids, <laughs> for example, kids, they, they say kids, their snack belly is bigger than their their belly for for tangible food you know what i'm saying when it comes to their appetites they they got no problem snacking they'll snack all day long but when you tell them hey dinner's ready i got a meal i'm not hungry <laughs> so but people are the same way some people prefer snacks and what i mean by when i say tangible i mean like not real because a lot of the foods you know what that's a whole nother discussion anyhow I'm trying to hook you up with something full, something complete, something tangible, something that's going that's going to stick to your ribs, something that's going to have you thinking throughout the day like, yo, this dude said a lot, man. Damn, I like what he said. Yo, I, I'm going to have to go back and listen again. Yes, go back and listen again because repetition solidifies the impression. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel inclined to, go back and listen again. Yeah, and with that being said, I'll chop it up with you guys next week. Yeah.